Welcome to Hype's House. Welcome in the crib. <laughs> it's season two, episode three. We are so glad you are back with us. Come on in, sit down, take your shoes off at the door, relax, enjoy yourself. We got a lot to talk about. A lot. Big <laughs> business talk. Let's it's go. Big business talk. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're so glad you're connected with us on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. So I want to thank you guys for that first and foremost. And um, the first thing we're going to talk about today is what we have to talk about, the Super Bowl. Right. Yes, there's a lot to unpack here. You all know, you know, we know we were rooting for Joe Burrow. You know, our yeah. one and only. We feel like he's family. But Smoke and Joe wasn't hot enough this time. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was not hot enough yeah. this time. No, okay. no cigar. Man, I had mine on deck. I know you was ready for it, but not quite, not quite. Um, so we got a lot to talk about. So my first real thing I want to discuss is, okay, so a lot of analysts are out there saying, Joe, one and done. This is it. This was his chance. This is, you know, per the Eminem song, you got one shot, right? So he didn't make it. So we're not going to see him back in the Super Bowl. That's what they're saying, Okay. So my first question to you is, are we going to see Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals back at the Super Bowl again? Uh, it's, it's probably three factors which would get him back. Okay. Uh, number one, you have to get an offensive line, man. Thank you. I was hoping That's number that was one. your number one. That's number <laughs> one. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna go through the draft process or what they're gonna do, but you gotta get you gotta get fourteen offensive line. I agree. And, and try and try out all of them. You got to pick seven, but we're gonna get fourteen. I don't cause we need that. somebody to block for Joe. Joe looked like a standing teddy bear. He does. That doesn't have any room to run, move throw the ball, even look up the field. He doesn't have enough time to check the time, <laughs> right, right. basically. So that's one. Um, I think the second thing is play calling. I don't like the – I didn't like the play calling at all. I, I know you – I think it was – I was talking about it with you, but yeah. I think it was like mediocre. Yeah. I didn't see nothing creative. I didn't see nothing different. I just seen basic. And against a defense like that, you got to be creative. And you mean like defensively and offensively? No, just offensively. Defensively, they were fine. They didn't score but 23 points. That's true. Offensively, you weren't creative enough. They wasn't – if me in the first half, they were getting the ball out quick. The second half, basic. Right. It was like, just drop back Joe and whoever open, throw it. I don't have time. Right. I don't have right. time. So it looked basic. They didn't get creative, do anything creative to make up yards or get points or get anything. So it just looked like it looked like I was. The Rams were creative. It looked like I was back there playing quarterback. Um, <laughs> wasn't creative. Looked like I was doing the play calling. Wasn't creative. Right, right, so right. that's number two. You have to find out if this coach is creative enough oh, for well, Joe Burrow. Right. Until 2026. So yes. are you saying that wasn't a good decision? That's another factor. That's the third thing. 
is he the right coach for Joe? So you don't think he is? I don't know. What what I've seen is they play hard for him. Yes. What I don't see is the transformation of the offense that can be explosive enough to beat a good defense or a great defense like we saw. I don't know if he's creative enough. He might be innovative enough to get him going, but is he creative enough to keep him going against some of the great defenses? Against a good defense, Uh he's good enough. Against a great defense, ah. Well, that's interesting. I haven't heard you talk about that in the other games. What about this game made you think that? That great defense. They got four Hall of Famers, maybe five on one defense. You mean the Rams? Yes. And and, and he didn't. And what no creativity. If you just play basic against Hall of Famers, you're going to lose easily. That makes sense. So is he creative enough? He's innovative enough. You got Joe. That's a part of innovation anyway. But he's also an upbeat coach and a player's coach, and he can relate because he's only 38 years old. So he can relate to youngsters. But can he be creative enough with those youngsters' talent and their assets and what they do great and what they do good? Can he do what they need him to do to get over the hump against these great defenses? Because you can beat a good team, but can you beat a great team? So Joe's in place, but every great quarterback needs a great coach. Drew Brees, Sean Payton. Payton Manning. Um, Payton Manning. Um, Tony Dungy, right. right? You got Brady right. and Belichick. You need you got Andy Reid right. and you got Mahomes. You need a great coach, a creative mind, a coach that's not scared, right? And to drop anything that's going on that wasn't working at the drop of a hat and change it up on flight right then and change it and just do different what they feel. So you can't be scared being a coach. You gotta sometimes you just gotta say. We doing this. Forget it. Sean Payton used to say, go for it. I don't care. Throw the ball. I don't care. He almost had a don't care attitude, but it got us W's. You can't right. be scared. You got to be creative. So, so you think I don't know. Zach Taylor was a little too concerned? Yeah, he was way too. And Sean McVay did it the year before against Bill Belichick. And he was too conservative. And he lost. So you This he year, he knew it. I got to be different. Oh, and he okay. was different. That so maybe sense. that's a growing pain. We'll see. But your quarterback good enough. So right. long as you get them 14 linemen, we'll see. That's not going to happen. Gonna get. That's not going to happen. I'm just talking in my mama words. <laughs> okay, well, okay, well, let me ask you this. So do you think the outcome of the game was based on the Bengals being so bad or their performance being bad? Or do you think it was the Rams being that good? Like, were they just overly... I just don't think anybody was dominating. No. So, no, I don't think anybody mm. was dominating offensively or defensively. But how many times did he get sacked? Seven. Seven. Seven times. You are not going to win the Super Bowl getting sacked seven times. No. And then you're running away from uh, four 18-wheeler trucks right. coming after Pinto. Right. You won't get away. <laughs> They're going to catch you. Right. So, so that's so it's like it's like I want to say that it was evenly matched, but it wasn't no. evenly matched in that way. Rams are far more superior. Because what you especially look at, defensively. When you look at the score though, what, three points? 
Yeah. It you know wasn't a lot. So they were in there somehow. And that's what we talked about in the last uh, episode. It's like, logically, Burrow doesn't make sense, right? Because you would think to beat him, you just got to get to him. And it worked this time. But still, it worked by a small margin. The defense, right. his defense held him down. Enough for them to stay in the game. Right. Until we bit that bad apple. Oh, my God. Apple. In the fourth apple. quarter... Around, I want to say the four minute or five minute mark, Cooper Cup took over. He did. And that bad apple was somewhere around. Oh, and that. I think that was the change that changed the game. Yeah. Forget that defensive that uh, that defensive pass interference close to the end zone that they call that we were like that wasn't passing the that wasn't the end all be all. Right. That was one play. Right. That bad apple showed up. Somebody ain't rinsing my off or something. <laughs> or they overhyped that apple <laughs> and ate out that damn bag. Right. But that bad apple. I said, get rid of that bad apple. You might have a chance. And then he trash talked. Come on, bro. If you're going to trash talk, you better shut something down. I don't know. So. I Yeah. He needs yeah. to say nothing. <laughs> and you know the Saints fans waiting to say some smack yeah. about him. Yeah, they cremated him. Oh, they gave him man. a casket with a with his daddy's suit on. They <laughs> sure did. With his daddy's suit. Cremated him. Yeah, they did. They did. But you know I mean? um again, if you get him an offensive line, smoking Joe can get back to cigar life. I mean because he got every piece he needs. What uh, needed to happen? That's back to coaching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. He didn't make adjustments. He did. Zach Tech. That's why I'm not. At he's all. innovative, but he's you got to get creative. What you got to create. You got to create. You the head coach. You got to pull him over and say, "Man, look, we need to create a situation where Cup is not going to beat us. Create that situation. Put something in place while you're in your position. Because if you don't." Then you might not be here because I don't want him to beat us. Real talk. That's just real. Ooh. And they played the zone on cup and cup fill your cup <laughs> with the wrong drink you ain't want to drink. Why would they play zone on him though? I don't understand that. Why they thought that I don't was know. okay. I don't know. <laughs> they almost played zone like they had a team like the Lakers, like a bunch of old people who couldn't play. You got youngsters, not old people. So you don't have to play zone. You can play man. Because they old. And he played and 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 they play defense like they had old players. You have young players. Get up on them. Put your hands on them. Be physical. You did tweak that. Like put your hands on You don't have old players, so you don't have to be scared. Why are you so timid? That would make the Super Bowl even tougher for them. Yeah, don't don't play scared. Joe probably the only one not scared and chase. They wasn't scared. Yeah. The rest of them looked like they were playing with nerves, so including they, the coaches. So I agree. So if they make those adjust, adjustments, offensive yeah. linemen, coaching, yeah, um, creative coaching, creative coaching, then you see them back. I see them back. O- overall, I don't think this is a one and done. No, 
Not quarterback too good. The quarterback they have and his mentality and his drive. And that Chase Bank. And that ch- yes, that <laughs> Chase Bank. Man. Uh, not to be confused with JP Chase. No, he gonna be ca- that boy Chase Bank gonna be catching Chase for a long time. Right, 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 so. right, right. Okay, so good. Okay, I agree with all of that. All right, so next, all right, let's go back to our Pelicans. So last week we talked about is McCullum the missing piece. So he's had a few games with him. We've seen the uh, starting lineup change and adjust a little bit. How do you feel about it? Is it working? Is the chemistry there? What do you think? I'm excited. <laughs> the Pelicans look totally different. They've won. Um, they've two and two now. Okay. So. They lost last night, right? Yeah, but they look really good. It's going to take some time because you got new pieces. But. When I see CJ out there, last night he they lost, but he took over. Yeah. He had like four or five and ones. Oh wow! He just said, "Give me that move, give me the ball, get out the way," yeah. and he just went. Yeah, it is nice watching him. I knew when he got that that was gonna happen, and he changes the whole dynamic of the team. Um, I also think the starting lineup needs to be t- tweaked a little bit. I don't like the starting lineup. Uh, I don't like Graham. Graham hasn't been consistent. He's been inconsistent. Yeah, so he's been I missing agree. wide open shots. Defensively, every team that played New Orleans points at Graham. Let's go after him. Oh, because he's defensive he efficiency. He doesn't have any, it's nothing there. Oh, wow. He's just out there. So if you can take Graham out, I know who you want to put in El Dorado. Alvarado. <laughs> you call that man a, a Cadillac. That man ain't no Cadillac. He's more of a he's more of a he's more of the Honda card. He's not a Cadillac, not yet. But I like him in there. He's such a hustler. He's a firecracker. I know. I love watching him. I love watching him. Um, but I don't think you start him either. I think you should start. Um, I like C.J. McCullen, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, Herb Jones, Jackson Hayes. Okay, at the four, and I like Big Val. I yeah, like that five. Course. That five, when they got in the game last night, they did the game, they looked good. They did. So I don't know if Willie thinking about it. Maybe I can call Willie. Yeah, but um, Willie. yeah, me and Willie going to have a conversation. <laughs> but um, I love that five. I love the way that look. Yeah. Not just on paper, just on the court. They complement each other. And Jackson Hayes starting to have a jump shot. He's starting to get a little jump shot. He's confident to shoot a three-pointer or shoot a jump shot, which is cool. You know, we each have our youngsters, right, in the league who we say, oh, that's my youngster. He's young and I like him. Mine is Jackson Hayes. I just love him. But at, but uh, he's been a little out there looking a little loose and looking yeah, crazy he, a little bit sometimes. Yeah, he, like, just confused. Like, he don't know what's going on. But the last couple it's, games, it's coming around. It's coming around. Like, he's catching around. on. This year, he's, he's getting it. Yes, he's getting absolutely, it. absolutely. And he's playing and really good. And I'm excited good. about him. I'm he's playing really good. Him. So um, that team is going to be dangerous, especially with Zion come back. Then you can bring, then you can bring Jackson Hayes off the bench with that energy, along with Graham off the bench. So right. you'll have some scoring punch, some defense with Jackson. You'll have some other stuff going on that you can work with when they're fully healthy. So that team going to be hell. So I really like CJ fitting in because. We playoff team instantly with him, instantly. He scored twenty. He scored twenty six last night. 
He scored right. 36 the night before, and he scored 20, 22 the other night. So he's bringing. How do you think he personally feels about being here? He loved here. He loved being here. He said this was his first pick. Say so he loved Brandon Ingram. Him and he has a a bromance with Brandon Ingram. <laughs> he said Brandon Ingram, who wouldn't want to play with that? You haven't seen Brandon pray lately. He's been watching Brandon Ingram, saying, "Yeah, you need somebody like me to come up there and help you, dog." I see you putting up them numbers. I see you trying to push for your little team out there in New Orleans. I'm going to come out there and try to make it happen. CJ is one of those people that wants to come make things great where they haven't been great at for a long time. I think he's one of those people that... That reminds me a little bit about CP. Yeah, yeah. he's one of those people. Dame is another one. He don't want to leave Portland because he want to build something, create something. Giannis, same way. Milwaukee, they want, he wanted to... CJ have the same DNA. I want to go somewhere. But he also see, he also see some similar to what Tom Brady seen in Tampa Bay. All those wide receivers, Pro Bowl wide receivers. He's like, if I leave New England and go Tampa Bay, I might win something. I think CJ sat back and say, Ingram, Zion, when he healthy, I want to get in there. I want to go there and see about that. You know what? There's two things. Number so, one, when he healthy. Yeah. He, I ain't rushing him. I don't rush him. I'm American. I don't want to rush. I won't take your time. When you come back, be ready. Okay. And I think he'll be ready. I think mentally just getting away from the team, sometimes that helps. Everybody doesn't love the spotlight. Zion only had to deal with the spotlight because he was so sought after. He was on TV every other day, even in high school, up right. through college. So maybe he said, let me get away from the cameras. I just need time to just take a breath. Because yeah. if I'm around, the camera's around. Everybody don't handle the camera the same. LeBron yeah. likes the camera. Zion might like it to because he has to. Not because he wants to. I don't think he not likes it. You know, every chance he got, he was... Uh... He was but his personality, right, that's the cover-up. Okay. Per- he can smile, be happy. But he, away, he might be a totally different person. I just want to chill, relax. LeBron okay was on him 24 hours, two different people. Same number one picks. Everybody was looking at LeBron the same way he looked at Zion. Oh, he's the chosen one. He's going to be the next. That's all you hear. As soon you wake up in the morning, his Zion first text is probably, what is he eating this morning? Can I just live my life? Oh, wow. So I get it. Let me take a break. Go to Then he went to Portland. You know he ain't going to be seen. Think about it. Look where he went. <laughs> yeah, Think about he where he went. I now, if he went to L.A., different. He loved the camera. He went to Portland. There's nothing there but sheeps and cows. You don't know what's in Portland. <laughs> a pub and a liquor store, if they have one. You don't know but that's it. That's it. You have land, a whole bunch of land and animals, meaning he wanted time to himself. I get it. Okay. Come on back. They say he lost weight. He ready. Yeah, cool. I'm going to see. They say he met and Trajan Langdon, the uh, assistant GM for the Pelicans, said he was upset because he couldn't be there when they introduced CJ. Oh. So he's excited oh. about CJ. Like, oh, okay. you boy, okay. people been watching CJ for eight years. CJ been putting fault on people for a long time. Zion know who that is. He know. So he's excited just to get another. It's exciting. It's different. Okay. We oh. shall see. We shall see. We shall see.
We're going to get big, big Mac Zion or we're going to get a McDouble Zion. I don't know. We shall see. All right. So before we go to our last topic, I'm going to do a quick little news break. I don't know if you know what's going on around the sports world. Okay. Um, well, first, uh, just quick, uh, Cowboys have paid $2.4 million to settle a cheerleader voyeur- voyeurism allegations against a senior team executive. So they said during one of the games, they were kind of in a locker room or in the dressing room peeking a little too much. So they settled that uh, lawsuit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 2.4 million. It's only outside. Oh. Oh, yeah. So okay. what you got to say about that one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zach Taylor has a Z, uh, revealed that Joe Burrows has only a sprain, mm-hmm. right? Um, he just needs rest. You know, we all saw what happened during the Super Bowl. He had a little limp on him, but apparently he doesn't need surgery. He just needs rest. That's tough. I seen it. I seen it. We saw it. At first, I thought that, it was the same knee. It it, wasn't. it, it, it really bent. Yeah. It really, they really put weight on it and bent it backwards. <laughs> I mean, we knew and I seen him up. screaming. He was like, yeah, making yeah, a, he was, screaming. yeah. It was bad. That, that hurt, but he'll be all right. Joe Cool got it. Vikings have officially hired Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Donnell as their new head coach. The Vikings co-owner, president, and president Mark Wilf uh, called O'Connell a strong leader, an innovative coach, and an excellent communicator. Wow. Now, he did come from under Sean McVay, so I get it. Yeah. Sean McVay is very creative and innovative. (laughs) Very creative, Sean McVay creative, and he's innovative. So I can see how that coach has the same traits, right. which you would want on your team to coach your team. Absolutely. Back to what the Bengals coach come from there too, under Sean McVay. He did. But something's missing with him. Mm. But this coach seems to have a little bit more. I hear people talk about him more, O'Connor, than they talked about Zach Taylor. Okay. So I don't know if it's the energy. I don't know if he's just different. But you seriously questioning him, Zach? Taylor. I have to see. Okay. But all of them young, so the old guys got to come in with something different. Cause these youngs are taking over these head coaching jobs. So good luck to y'all. But the league is changing. Yeah. Quickly. It's, it's about the young, the young, yeah. creative, innovative coaches. Yeah. And that's cool. I'm okay with that. You gotta adapt with the times, right? So shout, good luck, Tom. Shout out, Tom. Do your thing, brother. All right. And then last but not least, the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, reportedly said that the New York City vaccination mandate that is preventing the Nets guard, uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, from playing yeah. is, I quote, doesn't make sense to me. Currently, this is the, this is the mandate, okay? Currently, if you are a player that's unvaccinated, you can't play at Barclays uh, Center because of the mandate. But if you are from a different market and unvaccinated, you can play. Mm. Doesn't make sense, right? But that's it for the quick breaking news. <laughs> you want to say more on so, that? So my thing, the Kyrie, with all the mandates, restrictions, who cares? Man. If you love basketball, if you love your teammates, play. If they really want you and need you, find a way to play. I mean, all of us in life, all of us in life make 
life-changing sacrifices. I'm just being real. We do. So. I'm not I'm not faulting him for being strong and holding tight and firm to his beliefs and what he thinks is right. No, I mean neither. What's best for his body, but you just I think you should step aside. But cuz I do think it's bothering him too when he can't play home games. I think that bothers him. Yeah, absolutely cuz he wants to play. He wants I to play. He needs to, uh, step yeah. Aside because New York it doesn't look like they're going to bend on this. No, they're so, not. Um, the big NBA news is the trade between the 76ers and the Nets, okay? So, Ben Simmons is down in Brooklyn, Harden is in Philadelphia. All right, and the question everybody's at, and Philadelphia, which is, he said was his first choice anyway, right? Yeah. So, the question everyone is asking is, who won the trade? Philly or Brooklyn? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good question. I mean, everybody's been that's a really that's a really good question with a bad outcome for one of so really which one oh. we just saw we just saw the press conference with Harden where he said he want to be where players want to win every every since I, he said yeah with my <laughs> yeah wanna win yes. I, okay and everything he said was a jab at Kyrie oh he's talking to Kyrie he said it without saying it right so well now I know he was jabbing at both of them. What you mean? At KD, too. Because they wasn't on the best of terms, either. No, they weren't. But I, I thought the story, the narrative is that um, he wanted to go to Philadelphia. He wanted to play with Embiid. That was his first choice. And then KD called him, like, come play with us. So yeah. he go over there to play with them. And then your boy don't want to be vaccinated. And he yeah. can't play. And he half in, half out. No, I want to win. So can we blame him? Uh I can't. I can't blame him either. I can't. I, I can't. can't blame I can't because both of them signed off. Kyrie and KD, they signed off. Yeah, come on. They. I'm pretty sure Kevin Durant talked to Kyrie Irving and said, man, Don't James, you, you want Harden to come over here with us and try to make something happen? I'm pretty sure they had a conversation. And I know all three of them sat down at lunch and say, let's do it. And then it come down to when it gets real and tough. Everybody like, but like you said a few seconds ago, everybody have their own beliefs and what they want to put in their bodies, right, right. what they want to do to themselves, physically, mentally. You're on your own plateau. Nobody controls that about what you think and what you feel. So I understand that. So I can't be mad. But when you sign off to do something great yeah. with two other great players, right. then that's a big decision for you. Absolutely. So I get both sides. Yeah. Right. So I mean, and that and that just goes back to me saying I don't blame Kyrie, yeah. but I think he should step aside. Yeah. You know, and but but back to the question. You're basically saying just take the rest of the year off and see what happens next year. See if or they uh, see if they or uh, see if they. That doesn't have that mandate. He's not gonna leave Brooklyn, but just start playing you, this year. You holding Brooklyn? I, I feel you. Just start playing. Don't I, play this year because you're making it look bad for them because. Playing, but if you want to just play ball, then see where else you can go. You know what I'm saying? 
you this is New York City. They have the mandate. Not everywhere has the mandate. But to say I'm going to be stubborn and I'm staying in Brooklyn because I want Brooklyn, but I'm going to hold the team back. Because, you know, if they get rid of him, that's a spot they can go after anyone. Yeah. So, you, you know, that's a little on the selfish side. Let's be real. It's a little on the selfish side. Like, that's what I mean when I say move aside and, and, and let them. I just would not play this year. They want I would have did similar to what Ben Simmons did with Philadelphia. Yeah, but he and, and he and said everybody else is saying you holding us back. That's why they got like bye. But he was cool for them to get rid of him. I know that, but that's not they just did, not cool like that. He, right, he's never right, said anything right, like that. Right, right. He wants to stay there, but yeah. you're holding us back. Yeah. So So if you really care, let go. Well, now he got another problem. Because Ben Simmons is going to be a great fit, but he's kind of have his own way of looking at life, and his decision-making is kind of quirky, too. Like Kyrie so is kind of... Yeah, you got two loops, you know, two so different players. emotional. So <laughs> I want to see... And then you have Kyrie, uh, KD is also emotional. Yes. So you yes. got all those different... Emotional-ass players. That's, that's going to be... Different. <laughs> now I can see Harden and Embiid working because Harden just want to win, Embiid just want to win. Exactly. So I think Embiid will rub off on Harden with his weight and making him play more consistent because he'll be comfortable with Embiid more so than he was with KD and Kyrie. Yeah. He's so impressed by Embiid. He so he really wanted to go. So if you really want to go somewhere, this is where we talked about CJ with New Orleans really wanted to go. You can't wait to play. You can't wait to get around those people. Right. So that's the thing, too. Just like work. If you can't wait to, and we talk about this, you can't wait to go to work to see the people you work with and be excited and be fun. And when you stop doing that, it's not fun no more. Right. So right. when you get ready to get up and go to work in the morning and you're excited, that feels good. If you can't it feels find the motivation good. to go to work, yes. you got to rethink some things. Yes. Okay, but... Going back to what you said, they got Ben Simmons, right? So, you know, Harden is ready and rearing to go. Yeah. Ben Simmons, they still don't know when he going to start. So, he if, come if, with the bull. If Ben Simmons checks in and said, I'm ready, they could be dangerous. Okay. The fit. Well, when he's going to check in? Uh, huh. Whenever you punch the time clock, I don't know. Uh-huh. He's still at lunch. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm looking. I don't know how many lunch breaks he get. Yeah. My, oh, my watch. you. Like, yeah. Lunchtime thirty minutes. Yeah. Black people take a whole hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was thirty minutes. Right? You that you that manager standing at the back door. Now y'all at no one supposed to be standing. Why y'all back here for forty five? Exactly. That's me. Cool. Call up, bro. Come on now. Gotcha. Go that's funny. Gotcha. Gotcha. You. Got you. Got you. you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm looking at Ben. Like, all right, man. You, li- you got your trade. You you lit it. You literally know that. So that's why you looking with your face. Yeah, you I'm trying to tell y'all. I got you. Cool. I'm just saying. Oh, that's funny. That's supposed to be 30 minutes. 30. Eat your cheese sandwich at your Not 30. 30. Okay. Got you. Have you seen Johnny? Like he gone for You need to watch this. She has you on the clock, fool. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, so did we answer the question? Yeah, we answered the question. I think Philadelphia for right now, emotionally stable. Yeah. <laughs> How about I that? I agree. I totally agree. Emotionally stable. 
So we'll see. If if Brooklyn get off that emotional roller coaster, y'all heard that song, emotional <laughs> roller coaster, it might have some. If not, Philadelphia has the upper hand. But I mean, that's three different roller coasters. I yeah. Mean, they yeah. are, I don't know. A, It'll be interesting to see what happens. That's the scariest ride at the theme park right now. <laughs> For real. Well, um, it's been real. We enjoy you guys being here with us. Um, yeah, we make did. sure you, if you didn't get to see us live, this video will be posted on YouTube. So subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit the bell, bell notifications. We have other things coming up. It's under the Hypes House Sports Podcast. Also, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter at the Hypes House. So follow us everywhere. We even have a Facebook page. Okay? So you want to know what's going on. We always chit-chat. We're always asking you guys questions. We want you to talk to us, talk back. Let us know if you agree. Let yeah, us know if you disagree. Chime in. We want to hear some of y'all good answers and bad alpha, There's bad no. answers and Awful answers, no, but I no still, but I'm still gonna answer. Everybody, every, with the reason why I say that because everybody looks at question they answer different. Everybody has their own mentality, their own answers for everything. Right. So they're not gonna feel like I feel. I'm fine with that. It yeah. might be awful to me, which is what I'm saying. Right, right. It might be good to them, but awful for me. So I'll still answer. <laughs> you may not want yeah. me, but, you but I'm gonna answer because I appreciate the feedback. Well, anyways, we just want to see you guys on all platforms. Um, we love hearing from you guys. And once again, thank you so much for the support. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get up out of here. Thank you so much for coming to Hype's house. Yeah, boy. We shall see you next time. Thanks, guys. Peace.